Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. again same old place but always different always the same always different that's what i say about the moon underwater and i've noticed uh noticed the bluebells are out robin mm, tinkling yes yeah lovely. massive massive blue bells yeah uh, they, and they are actual bells yeah hanging from every awning in the street it's um something that the townsfolk here do to encourage the onset of spring mm. And I, for one, I, for one, am 100% behind it. Oh, he's grabbed himself a canister from the banister, I see. Oh, yes, just a bit. And I won't slap his wrist for popping behind the bar because those are the sorts of perks and benefits that the regulars have here. Cans of cider in a pub, that felt like a very Bristol thing, didn't it? Do you remember? Cans that sell natch. Cans that sell natch. Sorry, sorry, pubs that sell cans of natch. Imagine cans selling cans. <laughs> yeah. The can man can. The can man can, yeah. Pubs that sell natch. There's always a bit of an edge to them. Yeah, there's something pretty unique about... I'm going to say this is perhaps the, the truest Bristol pub experience, is um, sitting on a picnic table with a couple of roll-up cigarettes on the go... <laughs> Cans of natch piling up, yeah, and um, the odd the odd smell of an exotic cigarette floating from who knows where. But we uh, we won't look into it too far, and um, just do hope the pub doesn't lose its license, you know, because they're good people and they work hard, and that and that would be a real shame. It's tacitly condoned in some places, I believe. Well, blind eyes, <laughs> but I tell you, who doesn't have a blind eye? Her Majesty's prisons, yeah. In the land of the blind. The one-eyed man is king. Yep. In the land of the one-eyed men. The, Who, who's king then? Two-eyed two, two ah, men. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so any, Robin, aside from the uh, cans selling cans, the inches mm. of inches, uh, yeah. where where have you been this merry week and what pubs have stood in your way? Pub-wise, I have been to the Smuggler's Tavern in Warren Street, which is a very nice 
establishment. Have you ever been there? I don't think I've ever even heard of it, but Warren Street is on sort of one of my walks. It's really nice. It's quite hidden away. It's quite expensive because of where it is, but it is a really good pub. What were you uh, What were you packing in there? Uh, Paul Anna. Always nice. Dear Paul Anna, indeed. And how was Paul? Very good, yeah. And Anna? Ah, uh, uh, well, always bringing up the rear. And yes, I'm now going to a new pub that I've never been to before called The, 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 the Wrestlers. In Highgate. That's a good name for a pub, isn't it? That's great. When are you going there? Tomorrow. Oh, lovely. What's the mm. location? Oh, uh, I can't say. It's actually quite exciting, but I can't. I, I, I mean, it, I, I just don't want to say. I might jinx it. What, are you going on a date? No. <laughs> just a new project, an exciting project. Ah, a project that begins in a pub. All the best laid plans of mice and men begin pubward. Yes, yeah, so that, that, that's... Looking forward to that. How about you? Any good pubs been in the horizon? No pubs in the horizon, but I did go to two sort of bars. I went to uh, the Retro Bar, Ooh. which is just off the Strand for Suze Kempner's birthday. Oh, nice. Uh, it's such a great pub. It's um, got... the So we we were upstairs in this very nice bar that was just plastered with sort of black and white photos of... Your Lou Reeds, uh, your Patty Smiths. I bet it wasn't the only thing that was plastered. Uh, I got there quite early in the evening, uh, so no one was um, particularly ham-fisted yet. (laughs) Uh, But it was really nice vibe. And then downstairs, I think it's like a, it's a sort of LGBTQ plus place. um, So very, very inclusive vibe. But apparently, uh, this absolutely blows my mind transphobes have been booking out the space uh, sort of under pseudonyms or anonymously and then sort of either not turning up or just sitting there and not buying anything. Bloody hell. Which is just the absolute worst. Yeah. Um, So Suze had made a point of booking it out to uh, give them some much-needed business, but it was very busy. It was really, really great little... It's on a side street just between... I think it's called John Adams Street or something and The Strand... But I'd thoroughly recommend it for a, a bit of an uh, off-the-beaten-path pub, even though mm. you know, it's right in the centre of London, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, yeah. And then on to a big party that was uh, held by a comedy agency right in the heart of Soho on Wardour Street, which was in this vast sort of nightclub entertaining palladium. And uh, that was that was quite cool. But um, I wasn't drinking, so I had um, Ghost Ship 0.5 in the retro bar, which was lovely. I like Ghost Ship, yeah. And uh, just sort of DCs and a mocktail in the other place. What's a DC? A Diet Coke. Oh, right. And I have to say, because those sorts of like party type places often, because it was a free bar, they go for the... They sort of want to make it very, very simple. So it's not like everyone's... So it was basically just Peroni. Mm. It was bottles of Peroni or cocktails or wine. I think if you'd asked, you might have been able to get a can of like pale ale or something, but there were just big buckets of Peroni being sort of handed around and Prosecco and stuff. But because I wasn't drinking, that didn't stress me out. Whereas I think if I'd been <laughs> drinking, I, my first thought would have been, what drinks have they got? Yeah. Oh my God, it's just bottles of Peroni. I don't like Peroni. What am I going to do? And then the anxiety would have like taken hold. Yeah. Is part of the anxiety is to do with choice, then. Yeah, and control, I think. 
sort of drinking in the way you want to drink and not being able to adapt. But I, I imagine being stone cold sober at one of those kind of industry type events must be a bit of a challenge in, in, in itself, not just because of the drinks available. I think for me, it's more of a challenge to be there drinking because mm. it's like four or five deep at the bar. Again, you know, I've got, I've, I've got a factor in Peroni stress. <laughs> I'm not worrying about when I ate or when we're going to eat or how late we're going to drink or all of that stuff. I'd con- I think I, I, co- I would have constantly had an eye on the bar mm. had I been drinking, waiting for a gap, an opening, trying to find the member of bar stuff, the staff that was willing to give me, you know, a can of pale ale mm. or whatever. So all those like calculations going on in your head and they've just sort of gone. Yeah. But I do think it is a, it's perhaps more a facet of the la- uh, the non-lager drinker. Mm. When when people just sort of think, oh, we need some beer. Let's get, let's just get, we'll get Stella. Everyone likes Stella. And you're like, ah, but you don't want to be a pain to go, actually, do you have any Guinness? I imagine those things, because my friend was at that uh, event as well. And he said there was a lot of shoulder surfing, as in people looking over your shoulder to see if there's someone more important to talk to <laughs> behind you and stuff. But I imagine those kind of events, you always think that, you kind of feel special for being included, but you you kind of always feel like there's someone slightly more special you haven't quite been invited to yet. Is it that kind of a vibe, or is it? Um, no, I wouldn't say so. I think that I would I would think probably a lot of the shoulder surfing was people trying to find where their friends had gone because it was quite easy to get lost. Right. Because <laughs> because it, it was such a, it's such a huge place. I almost can't wow. believe it exists. Yeah. Um. So you're like I was there with four or five friends. And you, if you lose track of them, it could be half an hour before you find them again. Did you dance, John? I didn't dance, no. Mm. Nor did I really fully commit to the fancy dress, which I regret. What was the fancy dress theme? Studio 54 slash New York chic. I can imagine you could do a bit of New York chic. I, well, I, I sort of did, but in, you know, someone wearing black jeans and a white t-shirt walking in New York, which would happen, but it, I just don't think there was much chic about it. Yeah, you're a very chic man. I, I guess, I guess I should have worn my Freddie Mercury jacket. Well, the yellow one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose he would have gone to Studio 54, wouldn't he? Yeah, that was my big error, because people, yeah. some people had gone, really gone to town, there were people there in full drag, there were people there with sort of like really cool makeup and hairstyling and hats. Hmm. Some people with their tops off painted gold, that kind of vibe. They painted their tops gold. Yeah, they painted their tops gold. And then took them off. And then took them off. (laughs) Seems a bit wasteful. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I did hear uh, the clop of the mistman's hooves. Yes. And uh, then there was, I have to say, a rather sort of agricultural sigh on your behalf. Agricultural? Yeah. A kind of... Oh. Yeah, sort of echoing... Oh. It was like that. Echoing across the misty field. Yeah, very much so, with the smell of manure in your nase. <laughs> Yeah, I had some great mist in this week. Thanks for writing in. I'll start with a great one I got on Instagram, actually, from uh, Carl. And this relates to this week's episode with Joe Wilkinson. Hi, Carl. <laughs> Hi, Carl. Um, Sorry, that's an Alan Partridge reference. Yeah. He says, Robin, I'm afraid this is very boring. It isn't boring, Carl. But I know you like lager, so here goes. On the Joe Wilkinson pod, you mentioned that Madri is all marketing and as fake as Peroni and the like, but I think you're wrong and also right. This is good. I like this attention to nuance here. That's a nice place to be. Yeah. So he says, if you're in Spain and you see Madri, there's a good chance it will be Madri Pilsner, brewed by a craft brewery called La Sagra. Like many macro breweries, Molson Coors have started purchasing craft breweries, one of which includes La Sagra. Madri Exceptional, which is what we get over here, has built as a collaboration between La Sagra and Molson Coors. This is the beer that's been created for the international market to tap into that faux, swanky, foreign niche. And whilst it's definitely another chapter in the brewed under license fiasco, in that what we get here is a totally different beer to the native land, it's arguably got more provenance than a lot of the other beers kicking about. I've still not gotten over San Miguel. Cheers. So that's interesting because what basically what he's saying is it's not quite that it's fake. It's kind of been bought out, but it still has a relation to the original thing that it was bought out from. Yeah, if only one were to be able to sort of be a fly on the wall of that collaboration, because it could be as much as signing a form to say, yeah, we'll we'll allow you to say we collaborated on this. Or... To be fair, it could be, you know, in-depth discussions and tastings and sort of vibe exchanges. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, there is the kind of sellout kind of thing going on as well. But, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's complicated. But we, we recently interviewed Henry Jeffries for the, for the Moon Underwater, who's written a brilliant book, Empire of Booze. And that's full of stories about kind of... Uh, you know, wines being mixed with other wines, whiskies being blended with other whiskies, and kind of that kind of whole thing of like what's sold isn't quite what you think it is. That's been going basically been going on for centuries. You yeah, know? and also some of our most sort of uh, hallowed and respected traditional British brands—they're yeah. just the results of hostile takeovers or sort yeah, of opportune yeah. marketing, sort of uh, 
moves and stuff like that. But I have to say, Robin, the Brood Under license fiasco, how many chapters is it running to now? <laughs> it's running into very, very many, over, over very 99. Many chapters. Yeah. Um, we've got some more mist in here. Um, thanks for writing in, as ever. It's john at moonunderpod.com. We've got one here from Sean Roach with the subject Dappled Winter Sun. Hi, John. Went from Barnsley via Edinburgh to New York for my 50th birthday. Talking to New York chic. My wife indulged me by accompanying me to the Dagda as part of the trip. Le Dagda. Le Dagda. It was 3.30 last Thursday and Ugh. almost horizontal light was flooding in from outside. I think Robin once used the phrase dappled as F in a previous <laughs> episode. Oh, I hope I did. That's good. And he says, I met a guy from South Africa who was tending the bar who spoke really well of you. I only mentioned the New York bit, as despite the Dagda not being her thing, she immediately got the same vibe. This is his wife. She immediately got the same vibe from the ceiling of the Peter McManus in New York City. Two telephone booths and what looked like original tills fitted here, but it was the ceiling that reminded her of the Dagda. He had a Guinness and a Laphroaig for 26 bucks and a minimum 18% tip. And he's sent a picture of the Dagda and the Paul McManus. And I've been... Sorry, the Peter McManus. And I've been to the Peter McManus what in is, New York. What is it? It's a pub in... I think I believe it's in Chelsea. Because I remember I went there and I called it the Alan McManus. <laughs> snooker player. Angles Alan McManus. Yeah, Angles Alan. But that's great. So, yeah, he's... he's um, Sean's attached some photos there which show off the similarities. So we'll have to post them somewhere. Sean, uh, thank you so much for your email. Thank you for your words. Yeah. Just want to just want to skip back to the bit where you said that the Dagda was not your wife's vibe. <laughs> it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be everyone's vibe, does it? Well, surely it's got to be a vibe that every. I just don't understand how it couldn't be a part of a vibe. Maybe it was part of a vibe, but not her vibe. Sure. I mean, not everyone has to like it. I mean, we love mm. it, you know. Mm. Horses for courses. Yeah, we'll agree to differ. Yeah. Another nice mist in here from Joe Rendell, uh, with the subject, The Fall and Rise of the Stubby. Ah. To John and... Yeah, this is good. To John and Robin, the moon underwater continues to provide comfort in an increasingly uncertain world. And for that, us patrons and the Juliet Charlie Foxtrot Bravo Novembers, that's the Johnny Come Fly by Nightlies. Yes. It's good. Owe you both an eternal debt of thanks. I write to you with a tale of the worst of times and the best of times. We all hanker for a time when the stubby was not only revered, but readily available. Sadly, time's deformed hand has tightened its grip. Has <laughs> 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 tightened its grip. And a once famous state now sits in ruin. Lovely phrase. Beer deluxe in a 440 mil can <gasps> is not, as we know only too well, beer deluxe. If my email were to end here, it would certainly be cause for woe, but there is hope on the horizon. We love stubbies. We love French cider. I don't know if he's doing this in the royal wee, but I do like it. Behold in all its glory a creation which is more than the sum of both its parts. I found in a local branch of Waitrose over the festive period, and it made my soul sing with joy. Galipette French cider. Knew it, knew he was going to say galipette. Yeah, not only delicious, but it's solely available in those iconic 250 mil bottles. It does not come cheaply, but salvation never does. <laughs> Thank you again, and all hail Joe. And he sent a picture of galipette. That looks 
absolutely delicious. Well, Rob, you've watched me drink Galipet. I've watched you drink it? Yeah, when we went to the... Is it the Seven Tons in Bristol just by Hot Wells? Three Tons. Three Tons, that's right. I had Galipet and I had something approaching a religious experience. Mm. Was it? Did you have it in a bottle? Uh, yeah, I poured into a glass. Yeah. I then searched around high and low, which included, but wasn't limited to, going to the three nearest Waitroses to me and finding it unavailable at all of them, setting up an Acado account <laughs> to get it delivered, Acado wow. not having it. But I I mean, I, I can't recommend it enough. However, I do need to pull Joe up on it ever so slightly because they're not 250ml stubby bottles, they're 330ml. Oh, yeah, actually, in the photo, you can see it says 330. So they're not... I mean, they are stubby-shaped. Si- stubby no, he says it's the icon. I think it, he's referring to the shape, certainly iconic. Oh, I- iconic shape, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, and, it, yeah, you yeah. know, a halfway house is still a house. Yeah, absolutely right. When you're dying of thirst. Yeah, and you're Galipet. Afraid that your dreams long, lie be- long beyond the horizon of this world. Yeah. However, it, it isn't 250, it is 330. Mm. Uh, but superb email. Thank you, Joe. And, yeah, thanks, um, Joe. Yeah, big fan of Galipet. I think they've got three different types. Well, actually, they do a non-alcoholic one. Ah. They do a 0.5. They do an organic. They do a 5.5 and a 4.5, I'm pretty sure. Mm. That's it for the mist. But, John, we've got some news about the change changes in, in, in the week in pubs. Yes, well, as everyone who listens to this podcast know, the correct realm does shift. It does change its sen. It wears new robes. It discards tattered rags. And it breathes new life into old fruits. Basically, what's happening is uh, the week in pubs is moving from uh, the week in pubs to become the month in pubs to be able to give it a bit more of a bumper-packed feel to allow slightly more in-depth disc. Hashtag more mist. And uh, what that will mean is that it'll be one episode that'll be slightly longer, uh, sort of more like a sort of traditional Moon Underwater episode. You're sort of, you're 35 to 40 mins. And uh, we'll be able to sort of start more in-depth discussions about the things that you send in. So keep emailing us, john at moonunderpod.com, for all your public queries and facts insights and experiences and uh, the episodes will be released i believe at the start of each month but don't quote me on that changes change is good change is good ringing the changes the blue bells mm. of the correct realm ringing the changes so we thank you so much uh, for your correspondence for your patronage and your time and uh, robin and i got time to uh, wrestle with a few demons here at the bar uh, but for now it's bye-bye Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 